Among the things that are universally cherished, <coughs> almost the six billion people around the globe all looking for it, young and old, whether the person is learned or illiterate, whether he's a beggar or a king, And whatever he may be and whoever he may be, these things, this is among those things that are universally cherished. And that is a simple thing of happiness. No matter who the person may be, how young or how old he may be, but one thing everybody wants is happiness. The little child also says that if I just get this toy of mine, then I'll be happy. Then he gets the toy and then he grows a little more and now he wants that phone. Once I have this blackberry because strawberries are now outdated, then I'll be happy. Then he grows a little more, now he wants a car, then he'll be happy. Then he gets the car but now he wants to get married also, then only he'll be happy. Finally he gets married, now he wants children, then he'll be happy. Then he wants a certain kind of business or he wants his to be at the peak of his profession, then he'll be happy. Then he wants to have certain kinds of investments and he says, once I have this and I hit that mark and that target, then I'll be happy. And sometimes there are people, you ask them, and they say, I have the best house I wanted to have. I have the best car and more than one that I can drive. I have all the money that I could have desired. I have everything but I don't have happiness. So all I want now is still happiness. So the person after getting everything else also is still saying, but I still want happiness. Somehow that has eluded me. So the thing that everybody is desiring is happiness. But where is this happiness going to be found? Is this happiness in the eyes? If happiness was in the eyes, and the person living in the most scenic place, person who had the best kind of view, and whatever else that pleases the eyes all around him, and such a person would always have been the happiest person on earth. But many a times, person is in the best of surroundings in terms of scenery, of the best view, and all the other things that go along with it. But the person on that mountain top which has, as they say, breathtaking views, 
That person is contemplating how he can jump from here and commit suicide. So if it was in the eyes, then that person would have been very happy. But it's not in the eyes itself. If that happiness was in the hands, then the person wearing the most expensive watch, several hundred thousand rands, person wearing a ring worth thousands of rands on each finger, which is not permissible for men in any case, to wear jewelry, only a silver ring to a certain extent, the niyat of sunnah, there's details in that as well. Nevertheless, what we are talking about is that if happiness was in the hand, then the person who had all these things in his hand, the person whose fingers were counting endlessly the biggest denomination of notes, then that person would have been the happiest on earth because his hands are filled with whatever wealth of the world is. But many a times the person with all that is saying, I still want happiness, I don't have happiness. If happiness was in the stomach, then the most delicious food would have made the person who had that would have been the happiest person. But many a times a person has all that. He says, I don't have happiness. So where is this happiness going to come from? Where Allah Ta'ala has kept it? Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala has placed this happiness in. The foundation of it is, وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاتًا طَيِّبًا This is the foundation of the happiness. The foundation of happiness is iman. وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ And the pillars of it is, وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ Iman and righteous actions. Then فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاتًا طَيِّبًا Allah Ta'ala is saying we will give him happiness. And that happiness is in the heart, it's not in the eyes, it's not in the hands, it's not in the feet, it's not in the stomach, it's in the heart. When the heart is happy, then if the stomach is empty also, the person is happy. The heart is happy, then the hands are bare also, the person is happy. If the heart is brimming with happiness and joy, then the person might be bare feet, but he's happy. And whatever his condition is, if there's happiness in the heart, and Allah Ta'ala is promising this happiness in the heart, because this doesn't come from outside, this is from inside. Allah Ta'ala is saying the foundation of that is iman, the pillars are righteous actions. So this is the essential part of it, this is the fundamental of it. And then to the extent that they will be the sifat of iman, the qualities and attributes of iman in a person's life, to that extent that happiness will be enhanced, that happiness will increase. Because that happiness is not dependent on the things of the world. It may come with that or without that. Some might get the happiness with it also. And some will get the happiness without it. But the happiness is not linked directly to it. That with the things of the world, only a person will be happy. Otherwise, no person with wealth would have committed suicide. So, this happiness is based on iman and righteous actions. And then this will increase with the extent, to the extent that a person has the sifat of iman in him. The attributes and the qualities of iman in him. 
And one of the most fundamental qualities of Iman that guarantee this happiness. This is the foundation, Iman, righteous actions, is the aspect of shukr. The shukr in a person's life, in its reality, not just the lip service of shukr, when shukr in its essence is in the person's life, the reality of shukr comes, such a person will always be happy. Challenges, some calamities sometimes, some difficulties, and all these kind of things, this is part of life in dunya. Allah Ta'ala protect us and safeguard us. But some pain, some ache, whatever else normally any human being is faced with, is everybody has their fair share of. But in the middle of all this, it doesn't mean that a person, if he has sugar in his life, then he won't feel pain. No, he'll feel pain. He's a human being. If a person has sugar in his life, he'll never be grieved. He's a human being. He'll have grief. There are things... The world, nobody is going to remain forever. So in front of everybody, somebody or the other goes sometimes. Somebody near and dear goes. So he's going to feel grief. That's human nature. But in all this, a person who has the reality of sugar in his life will have happiness. There will be those moments of pain, those moments of grief, but nothing will be overwhelming. The overwhelming thing will be happiness. And this is what we have to strive to bring into our life. This is not just some optional thing that we should have sugar in our life. It's not just something that is a preferable thing. This is an essential thing. This is something Allah wa ta'ala has commanded in the Quran Sharif. That a mu'min, his life is full of sugar. A mu'min and na shukri, this doesn't go. In fact, when Allah wa ta'ala brings about this whole concept to us, we created this insan from a mingled drop of fluid and then we gave him all his faculties. Now he can hear, now he can see. We showed him what's the path. And now, there's only one of two things. Imma shakira wa imma kafura. Now there's only one of two categories. Either he is shakir, he is grateful, or he's ungrateful. There's no third category. Right from the very initial stage, Allah is saying we created him, gave him his faculties. Now where does he go? Either he's grateful, now he comes on iman, on amal saliha, on shukr, on taqwa, on all the other sifat of iman. Wa imma kafura, or either he's ungrateful. Totally ungrateful that he rejects Allah Ta'ala also. Or he accepts Allah Ta'ala but he's ungrateful to a point where he disobeys Allah Ta'ala. Ungrateful to the extent that he doesn't even thank Allah Ta'ala for the ni'mat Allah Ta'ala has blessed him with. So, imma shakira wa imma kafura. This is the two categories, no third category. So this is an essential part of a mu'min that he be imma shakira, that he be in that group. That he is the one that is grateful to Allah Ta'ala. Not the one that is ungrateful. And the is- essential part of that gratitude is Iman, righteous actions. And the sifat of Iman. And the sifat and the quality and attribute of Iman that is going to guarantee this happiness that we are looking for. 
together with iman and righteous actions is shukr as we said this is not just something preferable something optional this is a fundamental part of a mu'min's life allah tbarak wa ta'ala gives us this command fazkuruni azkurukum washkuru li wa la takfurun that remember me i will remember you subhanallah people go for hajj they go for umrah and we meet them we say please don't forget me in your duas that is sunnah as well nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam hazrat umar radhiyallahu anhu allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam hazrat umar radhiyallahu anhu is going for umrah he says to him don't forget us in your dua so this is something to do but what are we why are we asking that dua why are we saying don't forget us so that if he remembers us in his duas in that mubarak place inshallah we'll get the blessings of allah taala so allah taala is giving us the prescription up front that yes do all that also but you yourself directly remember me and fazkuruni azkurukum i will remember you by remembering allah tbaraka wa taala and the essence of that remembrance the reality of it is kullu muti'in lillah fa huwa zakirun the one who is obedient to allah taala is remembering allah taala the one who forgets allah taala who is neglectful who is involving himself in the disobedience of allah taala that person has forgotten allah taala so in any case allah taala says fazkuruni azkurukum washkuruli and be grateful to me wala takfurun don't be ungrateful don't be those who make na shukri who are ungrateful to allah taala for his ni'mats and bounties and then in so many ayat the aspect of shukr is repeatedly mentioned allah taala gives his promises on shukr wa sanajzi shakirin that we will reward those who have this quality of shukr in them and the bounties of allah taala will be increased wa is ta'azzana rabbukum la in shakartum la azidannakum wa la in kafartum inna adhabi la shadid allah taala says already wa is ta'azzana rabbukum your rabb has already made this clear announcement la in shakartum la azidannakum if you make shukr i will increase my favors for you now generally our understanding of this is restricted that if a person has earned something for the day he must make shukr for that indeed that too he must make shukr for somebody allah taala blessed him with some gift some bounty he got a car new car he must make shukr for it indeed he must he's got a slice of bread he must make shukr for that too got one grain he must make shukr for that too but it is not restricted only to these things allah taala blessed us with the tawfiq of performing our isha salah what a ni'mat of allah taala could we have come on our own accord allah taala bless somebody to take his name to say subhanallah one time is that a small thing the subhanallah will fill the scales on the day of qiyamah if it said with ikhlas what a great gift of allah tbarak wa taala then together with that all the other ni'mats and bounties of deen this is the first level of ni'mat then together with that all the other worldly ni'mats apart from the material things for example person came home he came home and his wife received him in a very good way she welcomed him is that not a ni'mat from his heart did he say alhamdulillah he came home and he found everything prepared for him the meal was ready there 
Did he make shukar for that? We took it for granted. Well, this is her duty. She's supposed to do it. No, she's not supposed to have done it. It's her ihsan. And this is the gift of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala put that in her heart. Did he from his heart one time also say, Alhamdulillah? All that he found was that, that the salt was less, so he found something to complain about. Or to take it the other way around as well, that the husband did something for the wife, whatever it was. So was that just taken for granted? Well, what he did was something he should have done in any case. Took long to do it in any case. Should have come one year ago, it came now only. Or is it that, Alhamdulillah, this is a na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala put it in his heart. He treated me with this, whatever it is. Now, this is just one simple example of day-to-day things. That a person had a trouble-free day. His business, everything went smoothly. At his job, at his work, wherever. There wasn't any problem, any major issue. At the end of the day, he said, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, you made it go like this. So the shukr is such an ibadat that sometimes a person is engaged in this great ibadat the person sitting next to him doesn't even know. So it is an, a riyah-free ibadat. He is busy making this shukr from his heart, thanking Allah wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And the person sitting next to him also doesn't know that this person is engaged in such a big ibadat right now. He seems to be just sitting, just idle. But where is he reaching already? So the shukar is a very, very essential thing. But the shukar must come into our life in its essence and reality. What is the shukar all about? Many a times we understand the shukar merely to say, Alhamdulillah, yes, that's part of shukar. But that's not the end, be all and end all of shukar. There are many aspects that relate to shukar. The one part of shukar is, and the various aspects of shukar will highlight to us, what are the benefits that we'll get out of the shukar? And how important this is, what kind of remedy this is to so many of our spiritual ailments. One part of the shukar is the verbal shukar, the shukar of the tongue. And subhanallah, if you look into the ahadith of Nabi Wasallam, then the verbal shukar that Nabi Wasallam expressed, that is also itself dalil nubuwat. That the manner and the way, the words with which Nabi Wasallam expressed shukar to Allah Ta'ala. Only a Nabi of Allah Ta'ala can do that. That itself is Dalil and Nubuat. And from the beginning of the day, at every juncture, the tongue of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is flowing with shukr. The eyes have opened, Alhamdulillah illadhi ahyana ba'dama amatana wa ilayhi nushur. Alhamdulillah, first word, all praise due to Allah Ta'ala, the expression of shukr. Human need, human nature, a person wakes up, he wants to relieve himself and he comes out ghufranak alhamdulillahilladhi adhaba annil adha wa afani these simple basic day to day duas daily duas filled with the expression of shukr which is a fundamental duty of a mu'min we should take time to learn these duas keep one little notebook in our pockets or buy these pocket sized dua kitabs inquire from the ulama kiram which is the right one to buy and one dua a month we learn also Many are very short, we learn it in one day. Or if you just look at it and read it on the proper occasion a few times, then that too will suffice to learn it off by heart in a few days' time. 
Then the morning du'as. Hardly the day has started. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadin min khalqik. Ya Allah, whatever favor of yours I have this morning, or anyone in your entire creation has, has that favor, faminka wahdak. Ya Allah, this is from you alone. Faminka wahdak. This is not my intelligence, Ya Allah. This is not my hard work. This is not my planning. This is not all my uh, expertise. What is the shukr bringing? It is demolishing one major illness of the heart. The shukr comes in its reality. And a person is conscious of what he's saying. That takabur is being dropped down. The person wakes up in the morning thinking, Wow, what I, look at all this I have achieved. Now today I will go and double it. I have done it and I will do it. And here already he is demolishing that eye specialist. I am nothing. All this is your gift. Allahumma ma asbaha bi min ni'matin aw bi ahadin min khalqik faminka wahdak. Allah, this is from you alone. La sharika lak. You have no partner. This has come from nobody but you. You alone. Falaka alhamdu walaka shukr. Allah, all praise due to you. All gratitude and thanks to you alone. Not mine. I have done nothing. And neither can I do anything. Allah, yesterday you did it. Today also I'm dependent on you to do it. Then eating, after eating, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alladhi at'amana wa saqana wa ja'alana muslimin. Person drinks water, Alhamdulillah, Alladhi, that dua of drinking water, Alhamdulillah, Alladhi saqana azban furatan bi rahmatih, wa lam yaj'alhu milhan ujajan bi dhunubina. At that time, a person is drinking water, Allah Ta'ala brings this in the Quran Sharif, that reflect. That what shukar have you made? Afra'aytumul ma'a alladhi tashrabun? Allah Ta'ala is saying to us, do you not see the water you drink? Have you thought about it? Have you reflected? Have you given it some time to contemplate upon it? أَفَرَأَيْتُمُ الْمَاءَ الَّذِي تَشْرَبُونَ أَنْتُمْ أَنْزَلْتُمُوهُ مِنَ الْمُزْنِ أَمْ نَحْنُ الْمُنْزِلُونَ Did you bring it down from the skies and from the clouds? Or did we descend it? لَوْ نَشَاءُ جَعَلْنَاهُ أُجَاجَا If we wished, we could have made this salty. Could have made it bitter. Why aren't you grateful? That you drink the water, you don't even thank Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala is saying to us. That you drink it, and then you use it, that energy that you felt cool and nice about it, but now you start using that energy and whatever came with it against Allah Ta'ala's commands. So the first part of it is the verbal shukr. To express that shukr, to say that Alhamdulillah. And the day should be filled with this Alhamdulillah. On the tongue, from the heart, regularly and repeatedly thanking Allah Ta'ala for his favors. Everything. Person, for a moment he lost his pen, he's busy writing. For a moment that pen got hidden under something and he found it suddenly, he picked up that paper. Alhamdulillah, he found it. If it took him another 10 minutes, he would have been in so much more difficulty. He found it. Alhamdulillah. He felt that cool breeze and he felt nice about it. Alhamdulillah. He came home and everything was in order, alhamdulillah. The day went well, alhamdulillah. So the verbal shukr. And in this is included is the acknowledging of the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala. That all this Allah Ta'ala's gift. Nothing is mine. Nothing is due to my ability. Nothing is my expertise. So all this is from Allah Ta'ala. Together with the verbal shukr, 
is the shukr of the heart. What does this entail? One is that from the heart also to acknowledge this is all from Allah Ta'ala. To some extent, this has been discussed already in the verbal shukr, the same thing in the heart. That from the depths of the heart, one believes this, this is not mine. Then that hakikat of that tawazu will come. When a person has been showered with favors by somebody, so he feels very humbled in front of him. This person has done so much for me. He doesn't even raise his voice in front of him. So when a person is conscious all the time, everything Allah Ta'ala has given me, all this is Allah Ta'ala's favor. Now he won't be able to walk around proudly with his chest puffed out. I am the humble servant of Allah Ta'ala. All this Allah Ta'ala's gifts on me. And on Allah Ta'ala's earth, I'm going to walk around proudly. How is that possible? When that shukr comes in its reality in the heart, the tawazu will come. Then when that shukr is overwhelming in the heart, the hasad will go. When a person is filled with shukr, then where will the hasad be that he's grieving upon somebody else? Why has that person got this? He is so conscious about how much he has. And he doesn't have time to look at where else, on who else, somebody else has got something. In one hadith of Tirmizi Sharif, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is reported to have said, that khaslatani man kanata fihima, man kanata huma fi, the two attributes, if these attributes are in a person, katabahu Allahu bihi shakiran sabira, Allah Ta'ala will record him as a person who is shakir and sabir, who is grateful and patient. In other words, the rewards of shukr and sabr he will achieve. What are these two things? That in as far as his deen is concerned, he looks at the one who is ahead of him. And then he tries to emulate him and follow him. Somebody is performing his salah with takbir ula every day. And I'm missing a couple rakats every day. How can I also become like him? Somebody is engaging in the effort of deen. And I'm lazing around. How can I be like him also? Somebody is very charitable. And I don't seem to have the heart to do that. How can I also become like him? Somebody has that passion to fast, keep fast on Mondays and Thursdays as a sunnah. How can I also become like him? Somebody has the love for the Quran Sharif. Every day I come into the masjid beforehand, this person is sitting with the Quran Sharif. After namaz, he's sitting with the Quran Sharif. How can I also become like him? Somebody is forever with the tasbih in his hand, making durud sharif, istighfar reciting the name of Allah wa ta'ala, how can I become like him? Bihi. Those in deen who are ahead, he looks at them. And he doesn't look at, well, at least I'm performing three namaz, the other person is not even performing any namaz. So alhamdulillah, I'm performing three, mashallah, I'm better than him. Whereas the person who's performing three only and not five, the Quran Sharif says such a person is a fasiq. So now in deen, a person doesn't look at those who are lesser, looks at those who are ahead. And And as far as those who are in, as far as dunya is concerned, he looks at those who are lesser than him, who have lesser than him. And then he thanks Allah wa ta'ala and expresses gratitude to Allah Ta'ala that Ya Allah, you gave me more than this person. 
Whatever I have, I still have more than him. If I don't have shoes, that person doesn't even have a foot. He's crippled. If I don't have a solid structure, maybe somebody doesn't even have any structure. They're out in the, under the skies. If I have had dry bread, there are people who have gone hungry to bed. So when it comes to dunya, then the person looks at those who have lesser. Nabi Islam says, Allah Ta'ala will record such a person as a shakir and sabir. And the person who does it the other way around, in dunya he looks at, in deen he looks at those who are behind, and in dunya he looks at those who are ahead. And then he looks at others and he grieves. That I'm only driving a three series, that person got five series. And I only have this and that person has that. Then Nabi Islam says, Allah Ta'ala will not record his name anyway in the shakirin, among those who are grateful, or among those who have patience. So the shukr must overwhelm the heart. Together with overwhelming the heart, it must that happiness of it must be felt in the heart. Can we imagine, somebody was in a difficult situation, he was desperately in need of some help, financial help. You were aware of it, you went and gave the person a hundred thousand rands. So now, you told the person, I know your problem, I know your difficulty, you are down and out, you don't even have food for the day, there's a hundred thousand rands. The person says, Jazakallah. The expression also on his face didn't even change. And he's just sitting, just as gloomy as he was. So what goes in the heart and mind of the person who came and brought the gift? MashaAllah, what a wonderful person. Didn't even change the expression on his face. This person doesn't even have any etiquette. The basic etiquette is to express the happiness on what he received. Allah Ta'ala desires this from us. That we express that happiness from within. Subhanallah. What Allah Ta'ala has given me. Look at the faculties Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with. I have the eyes, I have ears, I have hands, I have feet. All this shukr is compulsory upon this. In the hadith, Nabi Islam says that every joint of a human being, daily sadaqah is wajib upon it. Why the sadaqah is wajib? A shukr. Allah gave me these joints of the fingers. If I didn't have it, how do I eat? I have this joint of the elbow. If I didn't have this, how do I bring the food to my mouth? I have the joints on my knees. Try to walk without those joints. I have the hip. Try to do the daily, day-to-day things without the hip. I have the shoulders. And then all the other 368 joints in the body. Shukr is compulsory upon it. Sadaqah is necessary upon it. But then Allah Ta'ala makes it so simple that Kullu khutwatin yakhtuha salati sadaqatun. Every step a person takes to the masjid, that too is sadaqah. Why? This is the practical shukr now. That he is using these joints in the way that Allah Ta'ala wants him to do. That now these fingers are holding the Quran Sharif. They're turning the pages of the Quran Sharif. So these joints are being used positively. These joints are not holding a joint. But these joints are used in the way that will earn the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. So the verbal shukar, the shukar of the heart, that the heart feels that happiness. And now when the person has this reality, that he is expressing the shukar, subhanallah, what Allah Ta'ala has given me, where is the depression going to stay? When a person is conscious of this, 
As we said that the grief, pain, these things are part of human life. But it is up to a person. Either he, where there is no pain also makes a pain. Where there is no grief also he can make a grief. For example, he is sitting now and he is saying, but what if? And he starts off from what if? That what if tomorrow something happens to the business and everything shuts down? Then what am I going to do? Now he's already grieving. Nothing has happened yet. And inshallah it won't happen. But he's already in grief mode. And what if there's a break in and somebody comes in and something happens? Now the what if, Nabi Sassim says, فَإِنَّ لَوْ تَفْتَحُ عَمَلَ الشَّيْطَانِ this low, this if, this opens the doorway of shaitan. This is a key to shaitan's work now. Now shaitan will start playing with the person's mind. And now where there's nothing, the depression has set in. Simply because of the mind. And whereas, if in that moment he turned his mind to what I have, Alhamdulillah, thus far nothing has happened. So must I make shukar on that or not? Alhamdulillah, thus far no breaking took place. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala's fazal. Alhamdulillah, thus far the business is running well. Allah Ta'ala's fazal. So he's getting the sawab of ibadat and he's feeling the happiness of it. So where the depression is going to come from? So either he has that choice of making grief where there's no grief, making a problem where there's no problem, or where there is a problem, there is something to, that is a source of grief, a source of pain. Now he has the option of aggravating it or reducing it. If he focuses all his mind and heart and everything onto that problem alone and zeroes onto that, then if it is something that is an anthill, it will be looking like a, like a mountain. And if it's a small mountain, it will be looking like a ten times bigger size mountain. And if he wishes, then that is there, it's not gone anywhere. That pain is there, that grief is there. But he starts looking around it also. That yes, this is a problem, I've lost this, or this has happened. But what else I still have? What other na'mats of Allah Ta'ala I am still enjoying? If I have a pain in my head, but the rest of my body is functioning well. So yes, I will make sabr on this. But how much sugar I have to make also? What if every limb and joint was aching? What if I had a problem from head to toe? So the pain hasn't gone. The grief hasn't gone. But it has got... Now the focus of the mind is distributed on two things. Part of it is still on the pain. But a good amount of it is gone onto the ni'mats of Allah Ta'ala. So now that pain is also felt less. How often it happens that a person is in some difficulty, some pain, and suddenly some friend came who he never saw for ages, somebody very close to him. And in that moment he forgot all his pain. In that moment he forgot all his grief. So what happened? It was just that happiness. Because his mind turned away from that. So this is shukar. When the shukar, the reality of shukar comes, a person stops brooding over only the difficulties of life. Difficulties in everybody's life. Nobody is free of it. This is dunya. Allah has made this a clear declaration with emphasis and stress that we will certainly test you with various ways, with some lessening in life and wealth and various other things. This is something which is part of life. Allah says, give the sabirin glad tidings. So sabr will be made also. But now, where does a person focus on? Does he zero on that only? 
Or does he look around? What not Allah Ta'ala has blessed me with? So the extent he will look around, to that extent he will find the thing listening. He's not gone, but his mind will now be focusing on the good things of life. So this shukr of the tongue, the constant expression of that shukr, the shukr of the heart, that a person is, uh, number one, he's feeling the happiness in his heart, what Allah Ta'ala has given him. He is humbled by those ni'mads. Allah Ta'ala has blessed me so much. He's humbled by it. All this hasad is gone as a result. He's got no time to worry about who's got what. He's got so much. And then the shukr of the rest of the body. Allah Ta'ala said to Hazrat Dawud alayhi salatu wasalam, I'malu ala Dawud shukra. They do the action of shukr. It is not restricted to one thing. There's a whole comprehensive thing here. And what is the action of shukr? That the ni'mat that Allah Ta'ala has blessed one be used in the way that Allah Ta'ala has ordered. Allah Ta'ala has given us our limbs, we use it the way Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with wealth, we use it the way Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. That is the shukr of that wealth. That that wealth be used to fulfill one's needs, by all means. To have comforts and luxuries within the limits of deen, by all means. But to squander it in things Allah Ta'ala has forbidden, that is not shukr now. That is ingratitude to Allah Ta'ala for that wealth. Just merely to have a star-studded wedding, so that everybody will talk about it for months to come, that is not part of shukr of this wealth, that is now destroying this wealth. And that is being ungrateful to Allah Ta'ala for this ni'mat. To use it in a way, that just merely to make a name for oneself in something, so that everybody also knows that I am also in the same league. No, if it is, Allah Ta'ala has blessed somebody with wealth, Allah Ta'ala has given it to him in a halal way, he's acquired in a halal way, he's using it to acquire some comforts, some luxuries, that is ni'mat, person uses it in the correct way, does not let it come into the heart, he keeps it in the hand, he keeps it outside, and you make shukr upon it, he'll get closer to Allah Ta'ala with that also. But, to make it a status symbol, or various other things, then obviously this is out of this boundary of shukr. This goes into the ambit of ingratitude and nashukri. So whatever ni'mat Allah Ta'ala has blessed, that is the shukr of the self. That that ni'mat now be used to get closer to Allah Ta'ala. It be used the way Allah Ta'ala has ordered. Not against him, not against the commands of Allah Ta'ala. So this is a very great thing. This is shukr which Nabi Wasallam made dua for the ability of shukr. In one hadith, Nabi Wasallam said to Hazrat Mu'az radiallahu ta'ala an, that, oh Mu'az, wallahi inni la'uhibbuk. Nabi Islam was saying, qasam, wallahi inni la'uhibbuk. By Allah, I love you. Then he takes his hand, and he says, I'm giving you some advice, give you some wasiyat. And he says, after every salah, don't ever leave it out, don't leave it out after any salah. After every salah, recite, Allahumma a'inni, ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husni ibadatik. Allah help me, assist me to remember you, to make your shukr and to make the best ibadat. And you look at the du'as of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allahumma j'alni laka dhakkara, laka shakkara. Allah make me one who excessively remembers you and one who excessively shows his gratitude to you. The ulama explained that there are two words, shakir and shakur. 
ون از شاکر من یشکر اللہ فر رخا that in prosperity, in ease, in comfort, the person thanks Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And shakur, may yashkurullaha fil bala. That a person is in difficulty to he is praising Allah ta'ala. Then he is excessively grateful to Allah ta'ala. Because there's so much for him to be grateful for. Starting off from the ni'mat of iman, to all the ni'mats of the physical self, and all the things around, if a person starts making shukr his whole life, he can't fulfill the shukr of one ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُهَا Even the benefits of one ni'mat we can never encompass, let alone the rest of it. So this is a very essential aspect in a mu'min's life, very simple way to be constantly progressing in deen, to be getting closer to Allah wa Ta'ala, to remove these major ailments of the heart, removing the takabbur from our heart, removing the hasad from our heart, that is provided that this comes in its reality. This will humble us in front of Allah wa ta'ala. This will make us among those who are very close to Allah wa ta'ala as a result of the shukr. So this is something we have to make ourselves accustomed to. And all this depression will also be a thing of the past. We will find that this happiness will permeate everything in our life. As we said, the happiness is not in the eyes, it's not in the ears, in the hands, in the feet, in the stomach anyway. The happiness is in the heart. Started off on the point of that happiness, it's in the heart. And it'll come with iman, with amal saliha And the sifat of iman. And among those sifat of iman in particular, the aspect of shukr is the guarantee of happiness. Allah wa ta'ala give it to me also, and grant it to all of us. جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
ہو جائے میرا دل لکھ میدان ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو ہو تو ہی تو غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھوں جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب و گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیطان دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے عرب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ 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 محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہ جل جلالہ عمن وانہ اللہ 
ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آ جا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللہم لا نحسی ثنان علیک انت کما اثنیت على نفسک جز اللہ عنا نبینا محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بما هو اہل ربنا غلمنا انفسنا و علم تخفل لنا و ترحمنا لنکونن من الخاسرین ربنا حب لنا من ازواجنا و ذرياتنا قررت اعجن و جعلنا للمتقین اماما ربنا فخفل لنا ذنوبنا و کفر عنا سیئاتنا 
وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرياء وألسنتنا من الكذب وأعيننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسلك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها إله العالمين يا الله وموس مرسف الله موس فقيبين الله most loving Allah, ilahu al-alamin, ya Allah, you forgive all our major and minor sins, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, ya Allah, we have indeed been most ungrateful to you, ya Allah. All your ni'mas and bounties were showered down upon us every moment, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, the ni'mat of ya Allah, the eyes you gave us, we misused it, ya Allah. The ears you gave us, ya Allah, this is purely your ni'mat, ya Allah, we misused it, ya Allah. Ya Allah, the tongue you granted us, nobody in the world can give us this ni'mat, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, we used it against your commands, ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, the hands and feet that you granted us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, this was purely and it is purely your gift only, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, we used it against your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, the heart, what a gift you granted us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, the whole world put together cannot give us this gift, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how much we have misused this heart, Ya Allah. How much we have thought and planned against you, Ya Allah. How much we have planned to break your commands, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you forgive this major crime of ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you grant us the reality of shukr, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, let us be praising you all the time with our tongues also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, let our hearts be immersed in shukr, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, let every limb and faculty of ours be immersed in shukr, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you safeguard us from every level of nashukri, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of pleasing you every moment of our life, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from ghaflat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant us a tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, give us a tawfiq of reciting your Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, enable us to make your zikr daily, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of ibadat, Ya Allah. Give us the sweetness of ibadat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, put the love of deen in our hearts, Ya Allah. Put the love of the effort of deen in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, save us from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, you protect us, Ya Allah. We are too weak, Ya Allah. We cannot protect ourselves one moment, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, we are desperately every moment in need of your help and your protection, Ya Allah. It is only with your help that we can be protected, Ya Allah. You protect us, Ya Allah. Protect us every breath, Ya Allah. Protect us every blink of an eye, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, engulf us in your protection, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. Protect our families, Ya Allah. Protect our relatives, Ya Allah. Protect our friends, Ya Allah. Protect the entire Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and every grain of haram, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, give us halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah, you grant us halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in our rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, grant the entire Ummah, Ya Allah, ease and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, wherever the Muslims are suffering, remove their hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, throughout the world, wherever the Muslims are being oppressed, remove their oppression from them, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant hidayah 
died to the oppressors also, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, if he died, he's not decreed for them, Ya Allah. Then remove them from the surface of this earth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have passed away from our families, from the entire Ummah. Ya Allah, fill their qabrs with nur, Ya Allah. Give them the highest stages in the Akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. At the time of our death, take us with the kalima, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Take us on iman and kamil, Ya Allah. Take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from a bad death, Ya Allah. Save us death in a, from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You grant us death in a way that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us a shafat of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us jannatul firdos without any reckoning, Ya Allah. We are not capable of giving a reckoning for anything, Ya Allah. We cannot account for one favor of yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we have not been grateful for even a single favor, Ya Allah. How are we going to give an account of all the things you have given us, Ya Allah? Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You forgive us, Ya Allah. And give us jannatul firdos without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Protect the youth of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, protect the women of the ummah, Ya Allah. Protect the men of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Keep us on sirat mustaqim Ya Allah. Save us from all the misguided beliefs, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from misguided actions, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us on the sunnah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul Alameen, let us love the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, put the hatred of the way of the Yahud and Nasara in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from following the Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to follow the, your beloved Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ilahul Alameen, put the love of his sunnah in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa asked for, Ya Allah, we are also begging for that, Ya Allah. Whatever Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we are also seeking protection from it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever we, we have asked, Ya Allah, you grant us that as well, Ya Allah. What we have not asked for, Ya Allah, without asking, give it to us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who have present have raised their hands, Ya Allah. You are the know of the unseen, Ya Allah. You know each one's needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove everybody's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whoever is ill, give them shifaya kamila, ajila, mustamira, dahima, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who are ill in hospitals, at homes, wherever they may be, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give them complete shifa, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove all the difficulties and problems, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who asked us to make dua for them, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their pious desires, Ya Allah. Fulfill all their needs, Ya Allah. Remove all their difficulties, Ya Allah. Give them the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka antas samiul alim. وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا يَا مَوْلَانَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَابُ الرَّحِيمُ اللَّهُمْ إِنَّا نَسَلُكَ مِنْ خَيْرِ مَا سَأَلَكَ مِنْهُ نَبِيُّكَ وَحَبِيبُكَ سَيِّدُنَا مُحَمَّدٌ صلى الله عليه وسلم وَنَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ شَرِّ مَسْتَعَادَكَ مِنْهُ نَبِيُّكَ وَحَبِيبُكَ سَيِّدُنَا مُحَمَّدٌ صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم 